another week, another guest. Like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane. If you want to send us any emails, info at 91octane.com. Also, as a reminder, use code SHITBOX, S-H-I-P-B-O-X, on our website for free shipping on orders over $35. Let's start the show. This thing is a freaking monster. <laughs> Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John, and next to me, you've seen him before. He's back again, Tony Driven. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me. You cannot get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not at all. Not, quite the opposite, actually. Quite the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you. I was bobbing my head like I had headphones on. <laughs> yeah, like you hear the song now. I, I, I can hear it in my head already. Yeah, I know it's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, but yeah, welcome back, man. It's always a pleasure to have you. Um, you know, it's uh, today's episode. Of course, we're going to go through our. 91 Octane Headlines, it's, it's an end-of-the-year special, you know, Happy New Year. You know, Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year to you out there. This is coming out on New Year's. Um, and so we're going to go through um, our top 91 Octane Headlines for the year. These are the posts that did the best. These are the, voted on by the people and for the people. Um, so good or bad, it's your fault um, that, that we're going over these. And then, of course... Um, we're going to go over our headlines, sort of our, our, our own version of the Motorhead Blitz. Uh, Tony and I are going to go head-to-head in the headline head-to-head uh, challenge. Um, so we'll see who wins that. I think the last time we tied. We last tied time last, we last tie. time we tied yeah. when you kind of snuck attack me. Super dramatic ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. And then we'll wrap it up with some uh, surprises at the end. But let's get started with our first headline. Zero Mile Nissan Altima fetches $3 million in Bring a Trailer auction. This headline actually ranked number three overall from 2023. Really? Yeah, it did. Well, I, well Foods Gone Wild did pick it up. Right, right. So that kind of helped boost the post a little bit. But, yeah, people were going crazy about it, man. Like, there's half of the people are like, I, I can't believe this. Why would it sell for that much? The other people are like, in on the joke. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's wild. But, well, I mean, the idea behind it is bat is insane, right? Even for the regular price, the regular cars. Right, right. I mean, I thought we were shitting on Nissan a little bit, but. And that's what I was saying. That's the second part to it, right? Well, no, not Nissan. Altima. Altima owners. Altima owners. I'm just going to blanket this a little bit more and just put VQ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just cover the whole thing. It's funny because I posted today, this morning is when I posted the best of 23 post for this Nissan Altima. Right, right. And then Foo's Gone Wild posts a Facebook listing of a person trying to sell a Nissan Altima that had a huge accident in the rear end. But they still have the gall to say... I know what I have. Don't lowball me. Damn. You know, it still runs and drives. There's no frame That's damage. Fucking your fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, you yeah. know what? It gave me some big inspiration. Now I'm thinking about an Ultima race car. Uh, dude, I'm we gonna had call the it, same thought. I'm going to call it Bay. <laughs> big Ultima Energy. <laughs> So I think I think you're gonna have to let me in on your project because I think we've touched on this before. We have you and I have an affinity for cars that quote unquote shouldn't be on the track. 
Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like me, I had the Rio. You feel that way about the Mustang in a lot yeah, of ways. I took the wagon out. I, yeah, I went exactly. out there in the grandpa wagon. Yeah. How cool would it be to have a competitive, like, you know, doing well Nissan Altima out on the track? You can get an SR with the VQ on it. Yeah. I think they even made a version that was manual. Okay. So we're already pretty much set up. All the, like, the heavy lifting the is out the way. The bay is real. The bay is real. The bay is real. <laughs> Big I can see Ultima the energy. Now on it. Oh my god! Yeah, well, it's it's got to be hot Cheeto livery. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, hot Cheeto livery. We'll get well, custom gloves with little red tips on the fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, I got them. That's it. Our, hel- our helmets are gonna have the painted on eyebrows on them. Oh, yep. oh, perfect. <laughs> oh man, but like. How how does the rest is the livery going to be like really cool looking or do, are we going to make the car look damaged through through the livery damaged 100% it has to be damaged it has right? to be damaged yeah or it's just going to pick up damage on its own and then we just don't fix it i mean are we drafting or tailgating it don't matter in ultima <laughs> yeah, man it's built yeah. for that <laughs> it'll be a disaster i mean yeah god and they're so cheap you know because of their reputation it'd be really really cheap cheap to pick one of these up we're building cars every time I come on this podcast. We really are. This is trouble. This is trouble. Yep. Yeah, we've got yeah, we've we've got like at least four projects in the queue now. We do. Yeah. Although That's, Bayes is coming I up think, good, man. I think that one ranks number one right now. I like the hot Cheetos gloves, the helmet with the painted on eyebrows. Definitely messed up livery, but still hot Cheeto livery. I think the hardest part is gonna fi- be finding like track focused parts but that might not be a challenge i just don't know the chassis enough yeah i have no idea yeah i don't, I don't know but I mean, it'd be nice if i mean all we really need is some coilovers i'm sure there's some coilovers yeah we'll find wheels and tires i'm sure brake kit swap over yeah oh man people would be so mad like if they're getting beat out by a nissan altima i love this idea I'm liking it. The more I think about it, I'm liking yeah. it. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more stupid it is, and the more I like it as a result. But the more we think about it, the more expensive we're making it. I don't know about you. I was looking at it cheap. Um, are you talking? Well, livery gloves with painted tips. I mean, that's it's all an very Ultima. Co- it doesn't have to be crazy. <laughs> all right. So the, I guess we're gonna the, have to do away gloves, with some of the accessories. The gloves could be literal Cheetos. Like, oh, oh, just a literal <laughs> Cheeto just dust, literal, not yeah, painted yeah, on. Exactly. <laughs> That's our shtick. We're at the track just eating hot Cheetos the Fucking whole time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. Okay, that's that was now on the list. We need to start keeping a tab of all the cars that we build, and they all need to have names. So from now on, this is when the, the list starts, and I'm I'm writing down oh, Bay it's official now Nissan Altima, Big Altima Energy. <laughs> This is stupid. I might like, uh, you know, take a shot at my, you know, um, crude Photoshop skills and kind of build a version for us. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) And just keep track of these stupid cards that we build. Stupid builds in 91 Octane. All right. Love it. The second post of the year, T-Pain invents first self-tuning car ECU called Auto-Tune. This ranked number two in 2023, which is very surprising for me to see. Um, one thing that helped out though, is that T-Pain actually commented in the post 
So that helped drive some traffic as well. Uh, what I thought was more curious is what he posted. So somebody commented, is this the dumbest comment section on IG? You have outdone yourself here. Because, dude, as soon as this went up, everybody was like, this already exists. This doesn't make any sense. Mega Squirt does this. Uh, Holly does this. This has been around for years. This doesn't make any sense. And I'm just, I'm like, what? Like, I had feelings of... This goes back to that keyboard warrior forum <laughs> thing, you know? Yeah. 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 And so T-Pain chimes in. And he says, they're not dumb. They're just on the edge of their seat ready to tear someone down so they don't read the whole thing because their fingers might explode if they hurry up and don't let don't let everyone here know that them and them alone are the only ones who's heard of this concept before. All to realize too late that they just tried to fact check a satire page and they can't delete their own comment. But again, definitely not dumb. <laughs> He's the fucking goat, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I saw that, I was like, dude, spot on. Like he he shut the he shut the comment section down. I'm like, that's exactly what it is. He called them out. Um it didn't slow down though from there. I guess the the question that comes into my mind there though, because I did feel some type of way about this post, because a lot of the engagement for this post was driven by the psychotic people. All right. So I okay. almost thought maybe I should just eliminate this as a best of 2023 because the numbers don't feel accurate because they're not coming from a place of love, I guess you could say. But then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's it just yeah. engagement is engagement. Right. So are you all publicity is good publicity or are you more measured? Oh, all publicity is good. publicity. Oh, really? Yeah, really? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Even when it comes to yourself, because you have a day job. Ah, I do got a day job. Yeah. But if I make that decision, I made that decision. Right? Right. At but the end of the day. I guess I guess um I mean, I know you're a guy that thinks things through. Right? And so <laughs> <laughs> to to a degree. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, to yeah, a degree, yeah, I got right? You, I got to you. a degree, right? And so um what would you say what would you call the limit? Like where would you draw the line in terms of what would you put on social media versus what you wouldn't? Hmm. I know that's a very open question, but it's I'm curious. Super, super open. Um, for me, it's personal life stuff. Right. Oh, really? That's that's easy. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't put personal life stuff. If other than that, if I'm posting cars or but I mean like in other the, bullshit that I do of mistakes, like I don't like a, care. like a controversial automotive topic. Like how controversial. Oh, would you be any, willing, any, any, anything, any, any, anything, everything's off the table. Like, yeah. what would you say is your most controversial take? My most controversial take? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> have you had, have you had any controversial takes? I mean, I don't find them controversial, <laughs> so it's really hard to define that. <laughs> you know, you know, like, you know, like if something's just not gonna, like something's going against, it's like an unpopular opinion, right? I mm, okay so well I don't I don't feel like I'm alone with these though that is what it is <laughs> like no, there in no so I don't like exotic cars I think we've kind of went over this yeah, right yeah 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 I'm not a big fan of them mostly because I can't afford them so I'm not gonna pay attention to them I don't really care about them right but I feel like there's a lot of people who will see the Ferrari skip it and go look at 
whatever is semi-attainable. Even if you're a Euro guy, even if oh, you're... Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. going to skip the exotic stuff and you're going to go, oh, look at this. I could maybe build this or buy this one day. But then there is the guy that is wearing a Ferrari jacket, Ferrari shoes, and Ferrari jumps hat. Camry. And jumps in an Altima. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Like, that, I think that's that, that for me is the unpopular opinion where, because it's like, let everyone be what they want to be. But I'm not gonna lie. Like, there's a little, there's a little judgment on my part. I'm yeah, like, bro, yeah. what are you doing? You know, just go get some BMW gear and get in a 328. Like, you're fine. You know, like, but you know, to each their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. As far as controversial for me, it's I always feel like there's two sides to it. Anyways, I don't feel like any. There's not a whole lot in the car community for me that I feel is controversial. Yeah. Well, I, well, there's uh, you know, women in motorsport. And I don't find a controversy in that. That's right. a big deal. But it's know? a very con- it's still a controversial topic in the automotive world, right? Whereas I'm like yeah. I'm like you. It shouldn't even be a part of the conversation. Like if they can do it, they can do it. Why 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 are you so opposed? Yeah. Right? Um but it is it's one of those controversial top polarizing topics still in motorsport. Yeah. Even recently with um there was a, a news segment with one of the formula, I think she's a Formula Two, Formula Three driver, um, liked a post that was uh, either making fun of or poking fun at Lance Stroll um, and sort of his opinion on autism. And she apparently didn't know what she was doing because all she did was yeah. like the post. She it wasn't like she commented it herself, and she issued an apology. But you look at the comment section. And it's like nothing to do with the actual incident. It's like, oh, you know, this is why women shouldn't be in motorsport. This is this and that. She, this, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. People that's are crazy. jumping at the opportunity. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's what I mean by controversial take, right? Okay. And yeah. see, I'm just focused on the car. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're yeah. not, you're not, you're not involved in the outside of that. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, let's move into our number one. Uh, post for the year beamer invasion sets guinness world record for largest collective oil leak at irwindale california this was sort of the, one of those time sensitive things that like i was scrambling to put it out uh okay, yeah, it came yeah. up to my mind very last minute after going to the event and i was like oh this has to go the monday after the event it has yeah, to be posted everybody that contributed liked it yeah <laughs> yeah exactly what what i have found or what i found through this and i already knew this but what i discovered is that every community has the leaky people and so there's the rotary people started coming out of the word work the subi head started coming out of the word work and there was a lot of like oh well you know you guys have that title now but we're coming for you yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, in the Mustang world, do you you guys have a group of those people? Are you Absolutely. part of that team? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, do I your cars was leak? That team was uh, or I was, was was. Oh, you're not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, I still am. So <laughs> <laughs> mine are good right now. Really? For the time being, like they don't like they don't leak in on the ground because there's there's different levels of leaking, right? There's like the seeping. Yeah, there's, there's the, the leaking onto the car. Pressure. Yeah. There's only under <laughs> yeah. pressure, and then there's the static one, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, they're good right now. You're no leaking whatsoever. I'm no leaking wow. Right now. Congratulations, man. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long <laughs> yeah. time. You made it, dude. You made it. There's nowhere nowhere to go from here. You're at the top. Oh no, there's there's 
it's only down it's only from down. here. It's yeah, only exactly. down from yeah. here. Yeah. What did you did did you fix them so they wouldn't leak anymore, or have they just never leaked? These just don't leak. Mm. What's the average age of your garage right now? You have a lot of new cars because you got rid of the race car. I got rid of the race car. You got Fox rid of Fox is gone. Yeah. Um, it's actually my garage got a whole lot newer. Yeah, you. Ha- I was just. I, I was just the thinking this one is the the two thousand one now. Oh damn! You only have two thousands. Ca- you rich motherfucker, dude. Falling. Look now, at apparently. you. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> no nineties cars. No. This, yeah, actually, I think doesn't this that is hurt a little bit? Time. No nineties cars. Um. Are you? Are you? Wait. Yet. Do you have a nineties car that you like, or are you exclusively two thousand plus? Well, my Fox bodies, that's 90s. Right. Me. But uh, so are you, do you plan on getting another one eventually? Probably, yeah. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Definitely. Okay. I, I think aesthetically, 90s cars are much better. And do, that's from any brand. Do you think that's. Why do you think that is? Because I, 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 I align with your opinion, but okay. I want to know why you think that. Um. It's funny because I'm almost going to quote you recently. Okay. It is the square straight lines versus the curvature. Got it. And yeah. it just looks so much better. Okay. So, so much better. We need a shirt that says straight lines, curvy women. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. T-shirt idea, pat, <laughs> patent pending. <laughs> uh, or curvy men, for, for those, of, uh, the, those of you listening out there that prefer that. But <laughs> yep, yep. I know, yeah, we're happy to be uh, be in the mix. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I'm the same way. But honestly, I don't know. I don't know anymore if it's because those are the cars that I grew up idolizing, and and we have this sort of obtainable mindset, right? We like obtainable cars. We don't really fixate on supercars, or they really do look better. I think they really do look better because there's a lot of cars that. I don't remember seeing growing up and I still look at them from that generation or era. Yeah. And I'm like, they just look better. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Stepping out of my bubble, right? Yeah. If I step into your world and I look at the BMWs, the E36 looks way fucking better than an E46. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people don't feel that way in the BMW world. And so let's, let's, let's try to challenge our bias here. What are some exceptions to that rule? The Corvette? The Corvette does not look good. No. <laughs> yeah. The Corvette looks much better <laughs> yeah. after, what was it, 97, I think? Yeah. 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 The C4 to C5 Corvette is yeah. definitely one that got an upgrade. Yeah. Okay. So that was one. Audi. Are you familiar with 90s Audi? To me, they all look the same, no. Yeah, see, Audi, I feel like... I, I feel like they always had a little bit of curve. Even though, They did. Even they they the didn't really do... Ones. Yeah, they didn't really do the, the straight line thing. Because I, I, I had one for a very short period of time. You had an Audi? Yeah. Okay. I, an I used R8? to flip. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I used to flip uh, cars from an auction. It was a small okay. auction off like the 60 freeway, public, buy them car wash them pretty much and fucking sell them oh it's shady man it's not shady <laughs> i just didn't look at them i don't know I, you know <laughs> i don't know i bought it it yeah. ran i sold yeah. it gone <laughs> no nah, it isn't shady but uh i had one for a little bit and i rem- i think it was like a 95 
And from what I remember, it didn't look straight line square. You know what I mean? Okay, it yeah. It had curve already to it. Yeah, from what I remember too, they were they were they were rounded. Like Nissan Infinity already went rounded by that point. Yeah, kind of right? like the, they, yeah. they did it. They adopted all that stuff early. Yeah, you're right. So, but but yeah, that's they weren't ever appealing to me as a result of that. Yeah, no, they weren't. But Honda, the Civic, a great looking car, not mm-hmm. a straight line car. Right. Did you have? Did you did you like the Civic in the nineties? Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it to me it wasn't like uh, the best looking car. But that was rounded and curved, and it looked good. Let me ask you this: Would you, would you buy one in the current market? No, no. See, no. I would. You I would. would. I like would. I, I really want to go go back. No, nah, nah. I would probably go uh, like an EM one, like an SI, like okay. ninety nine, two thousand. Or I feel like the hatchback's been overdone. Shout out to Race FF Pod. Um, you know. I think the hatchback's the only one I probably would buy. Really? You had one. Well, street legal one. Okay, street, yeah, street yeah, legal yeah. One. yeah, yeah. You had one for... I, I think that's the only one I would actually buy just because hatchback everything. Really? Just, yeah. If I could, I'd hatchback the fucking Mustang. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Hatchback everything. I think we've poked a lot of holes in our in our straight line logic for the 90s. Maybe. Maybe there yeah. is some bias. <laughs> 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 but still, they are good-looking cars. They are good-looking cars, man. But yeah, it's uh my both of my E36s are leaking right now. The E92 not leaking a drop. That one that one is pristine, so we're good. The truck is pristine as well. My trailer isn't leaking. So I would say more than 50% of you my garage. You can't count the trailer. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> you can count the trailer. There's four wheels. <laughs> you can't count the trailer. I was really hoping I would let that you would let that slip by. I'm, I'm not like, letting shit slip by. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fifty percent of my garage is not leaking. Damn it. Okay, Doesn't I need to get on good, that. Huh? Nah, nah. I really need to get on that. It's small stuff though, so I'm not really right. too worried. Leaking head gasket. Yeah. But those are your 91 octane <laughs> headlines for this week and for the year. I just want to say uh, thank you guys so much for engaging and embracing the new 91 octane. It has been a long time dream of mine to take the brand into this absolutely stupid direction. Um, and I've been having so much fun with it. I've been having so much fun with the reception, you guys' comments. And I know people like to say, you know, like and, you know, engage. It costs you nothing. And that's utter bullshit. It costs everyone something, whether it's time, whether it's the tip of your thumbs. You know, it's it's it's, it's a little hard to finger your phone sometimes. But, you know, you guys go out of your way uh, to do that, and I'm so appreciative, uh, very, very appreciative. And then even, you know, with all the merch and all the stuff that you guys are ordering, I appreciate that too. Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart, as they say, uh, for, for the reception and letting me do uh, what I've wanted to do for so long. So expect the same but more going into 2024. Now let's go into our headline head-to-head. Do you happen to have a coin on you? 
I have a coin flip app. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> this 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 stuff happens a lot with my wife, so I'm always like, no, hold on. All right, here you go. That is so, that is so Gen Z of you, dude. That is uh that is or I guess very boomer of me. I don't it know. It might be, yeah. maybe. Who carries yeah. coin? Yeah. I don't even know what a coin is. I can't anymore. remember the last time I carried a coin. All right. So how does it work? I just shake it and it flips. And we just gotta okay, so I'll I'll pick heads. All right. Yeah. Oh hell heads yeah. Look at that. Heads it is. So I go first. Um and I will choose to ask you the first question. But before we get into that, I'm gonna explain the game to you guys. As you guys have noticed before, we do the motorhead blitz with our guests. On the last time that I had Tony on he actually flipped the script on me and challenged me to a head-to-head. So we're carrying that forward. Here are the rules. He gets three questions. I get three questions. These are all headlines from current news in the past, I would say, 7 to 14 days. Um, and if we have the same question, because we don't know what we're asking each other, the same headline for a question, it's a wash. None of us get points. Um, we are going to use some of the Motorhead Blitz rules. So if you know the answer before I give you the multiple choice options, it counts for twice the points. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, no wagers on this one. This is just a straight head-to-head. Um, I'll keep track of the score. I'm asking the first question. You ready to go? Let's go. This car, commonly used by movie villains, has recently ended production. Your options are Dodge Challenger, Dodge Dart, Ford Fusion, or Ford Mustang. Hmm. By villains, huh? Yeah. Dang. Okay. This one's actually going to be a little bit tough because nothing's coming to mind right now for that. For villains. For villains. Okay. No, no. Okay. I watch a lot of TV. Uh, Apparently. (laughs) Apparently. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you said a Dodge what? Challenger. Uh-huh. A Dodge Dart. Okay. A Ford Fusion or a Ford Mustang. Okay. So this one's going to be a shot in the dark, and I'm not super confident on it. Okay. But I'm going to go with Challenger because, you know, half of the time they're real villains. 100% right on that one. You have one point, sir. All right. Um, yeah, they are, excuse me, finally ending production of the Dodge Challenger and the Dodge Charger. Actually, they already did I end production. I thought they were going to do their whole EV thing. In... Well, maybe. Maybe it comes back as an EV, but as of now, production has ended at the Brampton Assembly. Yeah, the last car's... That came off the lot were a uh, Destroyer Gray Dodge Charger Scat Pack and a Pitch Black Dodge Challenger SRT Demon 170. Have you heard of their jailbreak program? No, I haven't. Take a shot at kind of describing what you think that would be. A jail. I mean, jailbreak, I start thinking about like iPhone jailbreak or whatever. That's what I thought initially, yeah. So maybe like a tune of some sort that unlocks more horsepower? Yeah, no, it's just customizing the car. Like color, (sighs) stripes. You know what that reminds me of that (laughs) failed and I thought was super insulting back in the day? What? Scion. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when Scion first came out? That was the whole stick. That was the whole, you can get stock interior lighting and yeah I was yeah like, 
And Make of course, they own. only sold that in the U.S. thinking we would pay for that stuff. I was <laughs> yeah. like, this is insulting. That's why it failed so miserably. Yeah, it was supposed to – they were marketing these cars as, you know, you could take this platform and make it completely yours. Through, Even though they haven't changed the body in Yeah, like a yeah, nothing changed. Yeah, nothing yeah. changed. It was still like oh, a front man. lip and, you know, some trim pieces. It Did was just all a gimmick. little uh, banana shipping clips in different colors? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not just yellow honestly that might have been a missed opportunity for them they got so popular really i mean i'm surprised there has to be somebody out there who remanufactured them yeah like different colors that would be funny oh man but i maybe that the appeal is that it is from factory i don't i don't know I, i never understood it and i saw it everywhere you know i kind of would want to leave them i i mean i dressed the fox body up as one for halloween as a you put a I like put, pool noodles i put a no i put literal banana toys on the <laughs> lip <laughs> dress it as a as a dodge i mean like okay to to let's not be hypocrites let's see if you've done this before i have gone years without taking like the plastic screen protection on electronics like tvs um sometimes steps in cars the rio had them for had them until i sold it actually like on the on the on the sills oh wow! i never took off that plastic do you have something like that where you're just like i want to keep it clean so i'm gonna leave the plastic on or do you always just rip it off i rip it off really yeah i rip it off really okay i think the only thing especially on the cars i usually rip them off yeah i think the only thing that uh does still have it and it's mostly because i don't want to sit there and like pick at it and peel it is some plastic trim around one of the monitors i bought oh okay okay so you do have some version of it yeah and like i said it's mostly because i'm like i don't want to do this right now (laughs) it's just out of sheer laziness a little bit yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) all right well now it comes to me so now my question all right shoot Let's go. Okay, so I got really excited for this one here. Okay, okay. Um, what manufacturer recently bought an entire apartment complex to incorporate living and ride-sharing luxuries? Oh, man. I, you're going to have to go through the multiple choice. All right, all right. A, Maserati. Okay. B, BMW. C, Fiat, D, Mercedes. Oh, man. None of those are or who I thought it would be. Can you repeat the question? Sure. Which manufacturer bought an apartment complex to live for people to live in and do ride sharing for their luxury living? Uh, Cue music. Yeah. So there's, okay. So Maserati, BMW. Fiat, Fiat and Mercedes. Okay, so Fiat luxury living. I want to ask questions, but I know I can't. Uh, I feel like Fiat doesn't make any sense, but because Fiat doesn't make any sense out of that pool, it's making me second guess myself. I, I'm I'm gonna eliminate Fiat. I feel like if it was BMW, I would have heard about it. 
shoot if it was BMW, you might have been living there already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Uh, then there's Mercedes. But Maserati has they they need to do something to sell their cars to kind of get out of this hole that they're in. They're the highest depreciating car in the last five years. Would they buy an? It sounds so gimmicky. Mercedes, I hate. <laughs> <laughs> so damn, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Maserati. You're going to go Maserati. Yeah. That is incorrect. Oh, man. So this is happening in uh, New Jersey. Okay. It is a full housing development for Fiat. What? Along with the living situation, there's going to be a fleet of electrical ride-sharing vehicles. Oh, man. There's no quotes on pricing or anything just yet, but... uh. It, I thought it was like a super interesting article. Like, what would it take for you to live in a BMW house? Mm, okay. If it was – so they sort of do this at in thermal with the track that okay. they have out there. They have like villas that people buy yeah. that cost millions of dollars. So money aside, I would say if it's near a racetrack – Okay. Forget about it. I'm yeah, there. Done. I'm right? there. Okay. Yeah. Of course. I want to live right next to a race. This racetrack. is like supposed to be good for commuting, you know, across the bridge into fucking Manhattan or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in, in that, I don't know that I would do it, even if it was a BMW thing. I mean, it's not, I don't see an advantage. Yeah. So I guess, so they haven't built it yet. They haven't built it yet. They but, just So the idea it. is they're going to have a huge. Like apartment living, like essentially like a little city almost. Um, I think it's just the apartment. Just the apartment. It's, a, it's like a good spot to go, like and start commuting out from. And the the apartment comes with Fiats. Yes. <laughs> the apartment comes with Fiats. What the hell? I mean, I don't like know. Like I said, I thought it was the most interesting thing I read all day. I was like, I don't, I don't. Cool. Yeah, I don't know that I'd be. What would it take for you? I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it either. I, that I just sounds so it. weird. Like, I mean, even if it was BMW, I mean, like, if it was like, oh, buy this apartment and get a free M3, okay. But that's not what's happening. Justify yeah. car purchase. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's not what this, that's not no, what's this happening is, here. You're not owning anything. It's called, oh, and the name of it's called uh, the Fiat House. Oh, my God. Really? Yep. And I bet you they paid like thousands of dollars to some marketing team to come up with the Fiat House. <laughs> yeah, Unfor- I need to get. Into I'm not angry man. because I got it wrong. I'm angry because this is a stupid idea. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Ah, damn. You know who I thought it was? Actually, I thought it was going to be like a Tesla thing, where like Elon wanted his workforce working next to the offices or something. I mean, I f- again, this might be the whole. Maybe it's not the most eco-friendly fucking idea of it or whatever, right? Yeah. I feel like you lose so much soul ride-sharing, too, because it's not like you get a Fiat and that's yours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a ride-sharing fleet, meaning, like, 
It's not even your car. You're basically Ubering yourself everywhere. You and know? is it ride sharing as in you're riding with other people too? Or I think, or you get a car that I you think can you use? just pull out a car. So I think uh, this way they can eliminate garage space and just go, Oh, you're leaving for the day, here you go. I mean a lot of like sci fi like movies and stuff or like uh Black Mirror like you, like they portray the future of cars as like shared riding like that appliance like no one owns a car yeah yeah, yeah. you're just on a conveyor belt basically yeah yeah i think that's what kind of like uh that's what kind of would make me sad and just make me off the table for sure yeah now let's let's consider two different things here the first one is let's say we live in a world where all street traffic is ride sharing like that self-driving right but tracks still exist is the solution that they need to make vehicles that can tow our race cars so now we don't need trailers so if i'm talking about in this uh hypothetical world where we're already ride sharing in a sense right yeah 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 I don't think we would own race cars. I think we would go to racetracks and they would rent us race cars. It's, if we're it's, keeping it's, yeah. with that same bubble, right? If we're keeping yeah. with that same bubble. Occam's razor, right? Because that is definitely the simplest solution. Yeah, the simplest solution would be like, yeah, I'm going to ride share, go to the track, and then at the track, there's going to be a collection of race cars, and you go, cool, that one. But like, like a race car is engineered to you. These would not be. Yeah, yeah, right. Be. I feel yeah. like I feel like they. I don't, and I'm probably gonna be wrong about this, but I feel like we could never live in a world as Americans, right, where they could take our cars away. I don't think so. I don't no. think so. So do you? But they could make it to where we can no longer transport them. They could make it to where we can no longer transport them. And we would probably have to pay a ton of extra taxes on the stuff that we already have. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And realistically, this is this is so depressing because realistically, this is how it would go. In my mind, I was thinking they were going to be super nice to us and give us like flatbeds that are self-driving that we could just load our cars on and we're just like falling let me, asleep let on me the, add the track. a little twist to that though. What's up? Now, knowing that it doesn't take a whole lot to bribe legislation yeah our government right yeah the whole taxes thing was only ten thousand dollars for into it yeah um what if car manufacturers legislated so that we could no longer they didn't offer any cars to purchase the car industry themselves went full subscription and you can never buy a car because they're not selling cars anymore oh man i don't know dude i mean and it's it's hard because Whoever has the money controls the situation, controls the environment, controls the landscape yeah. of what it's going to look like. That's, you know, on a smaller frame, that's where everything's going. Yeah. Um, my industry, for example, right, there's these machines that we buy. and They call them robots because they talk to a tablet and they fucking shoot out these lasers for marking stuff out. Yeah. Uh, historically, to buy the whole system, you're looking at about eighty to $90,000. Yeah. Super, super expensive. This year, that company reaches out to us and goes, hey, by the way, your stuff's becoming obsolete. We're not going to make parts for it anymore. 
also you can no longer purchase anymore we're only doing subscription-based services now yeah dude i mean we, we don't even have to consider that look at the video game industry look at the movie industry right physical media is yeah. gone physical media is completely gone yeah right you used to be able to buy a dvd how or a far Blu-ray. fetched would it be for car manufacturers to start subscripting out their vehicles it wouldn't be at all buy it it wouldn't be because the, the use case is already there yeah right i mean there was a like there was like some memeing and stuff going on where there was a transition from physical physical media although there's still you can still buy a blu-ray you can still yeah. do that stuff but the transition is happening now and there was people who were like well i don't own anything but we've already seen you know amazon sony take movies off of their uh their cloud essentially essentially. and people are like well i bought this movie well it's like sorry i mean it's in the terms and service you don't actually own it even Mm -hmm. when you buy it um and we didn't really get an up and up in arms about it granted a movie is different than a car but i almost see the transitioning happening the same way and the community of us actually going to the track as big as it seems to us in the it's grand scheme enough. of things, yeah, they don't not care. Enough. Yeah, they don't care. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. This is such a depressing topic. Let's move on. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Get get your next question. Yeah, get into the next question. All right, here we go. Daihatsu has been caught tampering with this for 30 years. Ooh. Toyota also caught some shrapnel. Your options are safety tests, emissions tests, quality assurance or horsepower figures. Ooh, okay. Well, considering it's Daihatsu, I'm throwing another shot in the dark here, honestly, just because I didn't even know they were still fucking around. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with safety tests. Okay. Yes. Damn, you're like, you're you're two for two, dude. Yeah. Two for two. Yeah. They have been caught. They, they had just beat the Germans. And in, in probably what might be the biggest scandal of this decade. So they were tampering with tests going back to 1989 for safety. Dang. Yeah, this is worse than Dieselgate. And uh, Toyota stocks plummeted. Um, they, uh, they were violating crash tests in April for 88,000 cars. And mainly were sold under Toyota in Malaysia and Thailand. And so that sparked the investigation, and now they have found that they they go back to 1989 with engineers so manipulating da- data, making false statements, altering vehicles to pass tests, and it's like, damn, man! Like, if you think about it, like n- restrictions weren't what they are now. Like, it, it was yeah, much so more how lenient. How bad were they? Yeah, seriously. Damn. Like, what they were doing in, in terms of safety, and also it's like. Eventually, they're going to start compiling this data and figuring out like accidents and deaths and that are related to this. So not only are they going to suffer the consequences with sort of legislation and governments, I mean, they're going to start getting sued by people, you know, for, for this stuff. Yikes. 30 years, man. 30 years. Like, That's... I think at a certain point, though, if you're doing it for so long, you sort of feel bulletproof, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's when you start getting sloppy. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's what, but it took thirty years for them to catch up. Jeez. And Toyota's like, damn, like you know, they're that they, Toyota owns Daihatsu, or Daihatsu, 
And so they're taking a big hit from it. I mean, they were sold under the Toyota brand, but it's like this is a bad look for Toyota, too. Heck, yeah. Who had yeah. been like on the uptrend in terms of reputation, I think. Oh, yeah. No, they've been on the uptrend for sure, for sure. Yeah, man. It's uh, – I feel like of all the brands, I guess you could compare it to a Volkswagen. Would you put Volkswagen Daihatsu in the same – No. Bridge? Where would you put Daihatsu? Like a Kia? Like you, a Suzuki? Suzuki, that's a good one. I think like a Suzuki for sure would be like that. Suzuki, At least from what I remember them being. Suzuki's no longer here. I didn't know Daihatsu was still here. They're not here. They don't I don't yeah, think yeah, they don't make cars they don't make cars here. here right? But I'm just I'm just like trying to think of like cuz it just doesn't seem it also just doesn't they don't make high horsepower cars. No, they make I guess, small econo boxes. But they're trying to make them as cheap as possible and that's where the safety yeah, cuts come yeah. in. Yeah, so that's that's the that's the tough part. Yeah, and I'm sure like So you said it was not in our markets for the most part. Not most in our market them, at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not in our market at all. I think it would have been they might have been caught sooner. Okay. Had they been in our market. Y- yeah, yeah. And I mean not only that our market doesn't sell a lot of the super small econo boxes. They never do well. Yeah, yeah, even, yeah. Even that's... like going into yeah, okay, well the fit was kind of the exception, I feel like. I feel like the fit is probably the best small econo that Ye- did well here. Yeah, but it's just cause it's a Honda. Yeah. Yeah. But like the, the Yaris, that didn't do super hot yeah, here. The Mirage, the Mitsubishi. The, hell no, didn't yeah. do super well here. Yeah, was you're the, right. Spark the oh, Sonic. Yeah, yeah. The... Those did all right for for I think for GM. Did I, they? I, I saw don't know. I, well, I'm going based off like seeing them on the road. Oh, I, I mean, like I saw they were on there because they were like dirt cheap. Oh, but like yeah. I don't think they were. I don't think there were anything people were pining after for oh, sure. Oh no, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. Not at all. Whereas, whereas in have like you, some Asian countries, that's exclusively what they want. Yeah. Have yeah. you uh, driven one of those like micro cars before? I have driven a Mirage. A Mirage. I took okay. a Mirage to Vegas. Oh and shit! And it was the worst. I didn't know that it only had eighty horsepower. <laughs> I didn't know at all until I was trying to climb those mountains, and it's like, oh, we're not going to make it. Yeah, yeah, no, you had to build up some speed going yeah, into I, that We thing. did build up the speed, <laughs> and it just still didn't want to go. But I've driven them. I mean, it's just it, – it doesn't make sense in America, I don't think. And we don't – at least in the West Coast, we don't have tight spaces where there's a benefit to small cars like that. Yeah, maybe we're in – a really densely populated area where you just got to wiggle through and find some yeah. parking or something. Like driving downtown anywhere, I would love to be in one of those cars. I hate driving downtown. Yeah. I do not enjoy it. But I feel like it'd be easier in one of those little beans, you know? Not taking yeah. up a lot of room. That's true. That's true. Would you drive a smart car? Would I drive one? Yeah. Uh, Like as a daily thing or just... Yeah. Mm, probably not. Why not? So... The little journey I did with the cross trek into the outback. Yeah. I cannot deal with the low horsepower. Oh, I, I okay. just couldn't do it. Yeah. I just could not do it. it, it what's, found, the lo- what's the lowest horsepower car you've owned? It might have been that cross trek. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Maybe not owned because I've owned a lot of different cars. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, for a good couple years i did the car flipping so i went through a whole lot of different cars right but as far as ones that i've kept or intended to keep i want to say 120 was probably the lowest which was a 
I think that was either I think it was the Cobalt. I had a Chevy Cobalt. Oh, you had the Cobalt. I had a Cobalt. Was the, I don't know what I think the SS had a lot more horsepower, right? Yeah, yeah. The SS had like a supercharged version at like 200 and okay. then it had a really good one on the last years of its life at 260. How was the Cobalt? I liked it. Yeah? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. I ran that thing for 140,000 miles, Damn. gave it to my sister. She ran it to 170. She gave it to my cousin, went to 200 and something before it went away. Wow. So it's a pretty good car. Yeah, those little Ecotech engines did super, super well. I mean, they were, they were, uh, that was, I started looking, I was into the Dodge Neon SRT4 for a while. Yeah. And when that one was discontinued, then they went to the Caliber, and I was like, this is stupid. That's around the time that the Cobalt came out, and I was like, "Oh man, the Cobalt's actually looking like a really nice car." But I've looked at a couple of like Cobalt SSs, and I've thought about it like that would be kind of cool to take out to the track. Like you wouldn't yeah. see that out there, yeah, and yeah. it is actually a sports car. Like, yeah, well, you could debate that, but I yeah. mean, it's got bro, an SS badge. It's got two hundred and sixty horsepower on a turbo. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh... Are they reliable? Do you know? Um, there's like a whole following for that particular, particular engine, the LNF. Oh, really? And there's actually a race series of Baja, like sand rails and shit that use that engine to go racing. Uh, And that's a four banger, right? That's a four banger. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And they got full tune kits, turbo kits, a full aftermarket setup for that. That makes it even more appealing because there's support. There is support. Yeah. Yeah, It's just coming from the off-road side. Yeah. Which can be a little challenging, but... But if there's an off-road site doing engine stuff, there usually means there's like some peripheral groups. Yes. Like doing some I'm surprised I've never seen a cobalt at the track. Maybe I'm not surprised, but I'm not surprised, but yeah. at the same time, like I feel like it wouldn't do bad. I feel like it would do pretty good. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we're gonna have to try it. <laughs> Another build. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Next question. Let's go. All right. Damn it. I have to get this right or else I'm out of contention. Oh, I'm coming for you. All right. All right. Cool. So you mentioned Dieselgate earlier. Yeah, I did. Recently, what company has now beat out the record set by Volkswagen for defeating emissions? Oh, damn. Hold on. Uh Oh, you saw this one. I don't know that I did. They beat Volkswagen for defeating emissions. I can see it. I can see it running through your head right now. Oh, my God. I think I know it. I don't. I'm going to be. Nah, I'm going to go multiple choice. God damn it. (laughs) Cool. So, A, Mac. B, Volkswagen. C, Mercedes, D, Cummings. Damn it, Get that man. diesel knowledge out. Damn it, man. I I should I should have trusted myself. It's not going to be Volkswagen because they were the original Dieselgate. Okay. Um. I know this, but I actually making uh, putting other options makes it worse. Um, it's Cummins. It's Cummins. Yeah, 
It is Cummins. Yeah, yes, it is. I knew yes, it, it too. Is. I knew it too, All man. Right. God damn it. You're still in it. You're I'm still, still in I'm it. still in it at least. Yeah, I, I'm live to fight another day. Yeah, so they were using defeat vices, defeat devices just like fucking yep. Volkswagen was. And yep. now that's across. Man, how many brands do, do they make uh, engines for? I don't know. I, th- I thought it was just... Well, actually, no, they do a lot, but they do, I, uh, I just know them for Dodge. Nissan, too. I think the oh, Titan... Oh, really? Yeah, I think the oh. Titan has a Cummins version. Damn. I wonder if that applies to the... Uh, no, I guess not. They probably wouldn't have the same emission rules as far as like any other off-road or any other like towing vehicle, like the, the bigger rigs and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they... They beat them out. It's a whole nother one. Damn. Oh, man. Uh, I'm still so mad at myself. I should have just said it. I should have <laughs> just said it. God. But that sucks, man. I, I think, uh, I mean, the rules are becoming so strict now that it's, I know it's challenging for a lot of these companies to start staying afloat. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you, you can't be. Yeah. Well, know. I mean, it's also too, like, I'm curious to see what the numbers look like as far as like, okay, if by doing this, they saved how much money versus how much the fine is. Oh, oh, they did that math. They did that math. And and that's what I mean, though. Yeah. Right. So like at the same time, they might just be like, ah, dang, they got us. Yeah. But they can't quantify the other losses. Right. Because they might lose deals because of this. You know, they might lose a future income with other brands because of it. That's the stuff Maybe, where, you know, they, yeah. but yeah, you're right. It, it It's more than likely going to be a calculated risk. Yeah. Though, Although with Volkswagen, everything. it wasn't. <laughs> they seem to yeah, be caught yeah. off guard completely. Whoops. Yeah, man. All right. So you're two for two. I'm one for two. If you get this right, you win this head to head, which puts you in the lead. Because we tied right. the last one. Oh, man. Okay. This F1 team has failed their first crash test, putting next season in question. Dang, it would be an F1 question. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought you were going to know this off the bat. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll stop giving hints. Um, so your options are Red Bull, Mercedes, Haas, or Aston Martin. Ooh, okay. So, like the other past two have been, I'm going shot in the dark. Okay. This one, I'm going to see if I can will it into reality. Okay. You're right? going cha- to change I'm gonna the reality. I'm going to change fucking reality for this one right here. Yeah. Just because it'll make things more interesting. Mm-hmm. So, with that said, I'm going to go with Red Bull. You willed something that already existed because you got it right. Nice. Yeah, you yes. got it right, man. You three for three beat me out, man. Um, yeah, they failed their first crash test, and people are are making news out of it. But this is how engineering goes. They Mercedes and Red Bull have done this before in past years, where they failed their first crash test because they're going to engineer as close as they can to the limit. Yeah, and then they're gonna fail a crash test, and then tweak from there. Like most, like college uh, uh, automotive engineering programs, design this way. Okay, they design like the to the limit, like the the best that they can. They crash it. They see that it failed. 
they go back to a next generation and just get it as close. I mean, we race this way. Yeah. Right? You oh, get yeah, as yeah. close as you can, and then you fail, and then you pull back a little bit. Yeah. And that's the exact same thing that's happened. Like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is not news, right? It's the first one. But, of course, they're going to glom on, and it's like, oh, is the Red Bull season at risk? You know, yeah, yeah, are there going to yeah. be challenges next year? Got to make the salacious title out of it. Um, but, well, yeah, no, that's it. You don't know. Maybe this is finally, you know, everybody else's chance to place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way too early it, to It's going to be such an interesting season now. Yeah. I'm going to become oh, a bigger fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I highly doubt it, man. Yeah, no, yeah I know. I think the fact that they had a crash test kind of makes me believe they're going to do okay. You know, like yeah, a failed probably. crash test. Yeah, but damn. All right, so then I guess we're going to do the last one for fun. Yeah. Um, you did win. My hat goes off to you, sir. Well, you could. Oh, no, I got all three. Yeah. No, you're done. Yeah, I'm done. You're I done. can't. Yeah. Well, technically, if I can get this without you giving the multiple choice, I can tie it. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. So, okay. So there is a shot. Let's see how much yeah. you're paying attention to your headlines. <laughs> all right. Here we go. We're, we're always so far apart in our news, though. Okay. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 weird. You, yeah. All, honestly, I felt like I was struggling to find stuff this week because everything was like it's kind of dead. Best of twenty twenty three. Yeah. This, this. And I was like, oh, come yeah, on. Yeah, those man. idiots doing best of shit. You know, like God damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, all right. So this car manufacturer opened a private restaurant with a Michelin star chef. What the? F- where are you finding your news, man? I have the best places. Uh, okay, w- that's the full question. That is the full question. Repeat it. What automotive manufacturer opened a private restaurant with a Michelin star chef? I mean, I know that the only way for me to tie this is to give an answer, but I... Who Here we go. Are you making the decision? I just give yeah, give me the multiple choice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I'm forfeiting this game. <laughs> okay. Uh All right. A Chevy. Okay. B Ford. C Honda or D BMW. Uh you're turning either because you don't know it at all or because you probably saw it and now you're like, no, Damn it. no, no. I'm, I just really hope it's not BMW um, because then I should have like that is something I should know. This is so weird, man. Um, Chevy, Ford, BMW. What was it? Th- Honda was C. Honda. Honda was C. Honda. Chevy, Ford, why would they do that? But then Michelin, Michelin, they do make, t- I'm going to go BMW. You're going to go BMW? Yeah. That is incorrect. Oh, man. I thought because I, I was like, oh, well, you know. Honestly, they- it's the only one I would envision opening up a fancy restaurant. Yeah. Who was it? The correct answer is Ford. Ford. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, this is you went to you went like weird news. That is wild. Yeah, it's it's when, is it already open? No, no, no. They're um in the middle of uh getting everything constructed. It's gonna be like three thousand square feet or or thirty thousand square feet, and it's only gonna be enough room for like eight or 
I think it was like 40, 38 people or something like that. What? So it's supposed to be this really, really... Where? Uh, in Detroit. Makes sense. Makes sense that it would be in Detroit. Yeah, it's going to be like a multi-million dollar fucking restaurant. Damn. Or I'm sorry, it's in uh, Sarasota, sorry. I don't know where that... I don't know where that is. Honestly, me neither. <laughs> it sounds like they would have a one star Michelin, one Michelin star restaurant in Sarasota. Yeah, it sounds fancy, right? Yeah. What the hell, man? That is such. That is, seems like such a strange endeavor. A Ford, Mich- I don't know. A restaurant is like well, one of the most challenging things to run. It's supposed to be part of their dealership. What? Yeah. So, so this is a dealer? This is a Sarasota Ford. Oh, I thought it was like actual the actual Ford oh, OEM. Oh, like the main yeah. OEM thing? Yeah, no, I think this is like their, um, I guess their version of bringing in the high-end clientele to buy a F-150 probably. What? I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not to disparage the Ford clientele. Oh, right? no, it's, yeah, no, it's weird. <laughs> It's weird, you know, but it's like really like you don't work, you don't put on a suit to go buy a Ford, you know what I'm like? You don't. It's just that is that is a very weird and almost there's got to be some tax advantage to doing this. Oh, I'm sure there that, probably like, is. That, that's yeah. the only way this makes any sense to me. Like I don't, I do not. I I know I'm kind of looking at this from my perspective. Yeah, you know, because I'm I don't have the money go to go to, to a the BMW dealership, and they're like they give me free M and M's. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I get. I get free M and M's and some coffee at BMW, and it's still a upscale experience, right? I get that of at the, the cars. Subaru dealership. <laughs> yeah. With the water, yeah, with the water, with a bottle yeah. of water, which is what you would expect at a dealer. I'm not, I'm not there. To spend the whole day, enough time to eat food. That's oh, that's the, a picture uh, of that's it. That's the render of it, yeah. Wow. And it says uh, it they, don't want, they don't want their clients to feel like they're in a dealership. Get out of here. Yeah. You, you're a Ford dealership. Get over yourselves. F-150. I'm, I'm saying F-150s. I'm sure it's other shit. Oh, but. my. <laughs> what else does Ford have? Unless they're exclusively selling GTs. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, there's no way, dude. This is very frustrating to me. <laughs> like, what? Are you kidding me? We don't Next want time our you customers. go to your BMW dealer, you got to tell them, like, hey, we need to up this I know, shit up, man. Hey, you know what Ford's doing? They got a one Michelin star restaurant. What do you guys have? Right. You know, I've only been given M&M's. Like, what is going on? <laughs> what the hell, dude? That doesn't. Yeah. There's got to be something else to it. Have you been to a Michelin star restaurant? I have not because of what I've heard that they, I like to eat a lot. Okay. You know, and I feel like a lot of this stuff is like fancy plate. Like, have you heard of what exactly? Have, yeah. Have you been? No. Okay. No. So we're in the same category. So. <laughs> I don't think you accidentally stumble into a Michelin star well, restaurant. I've you s- would know if you were there. I've been to ones where they were like super fucking fancy, nice kind of thing. You okay. Know? Like and I, I didn't kind of, I didn't, I don't belong here type of place. Oh, it was a hundred percent. There's a yeah. lot of places like that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was kind of like where it ended up being me and my wife and like three, $400 fucking check kind of thing. Damn. I was not prepared for that. That must've been like, like eight Michelin stars, man. Like, I, I don't know what it was, dude. <laughs> it, it was some like 
jazz restaurant live performance. Some of them are not necessarily expensive, but they do weird things with the food. Okay. Yeah, like to become a Michelin star restaurant is not necessarily just the quality of food, but it's sort of presentation. And like I don't know if you've seen like videos of like like they'll do like bubbles on their drinks with like smoke in them. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like yeah, Michelin yeah. star restaurant type of shit. Okay. And okay. to me, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I just want to eat good food. I don't care what yeah, it looks yeah. like. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I've never really had a desire to go to one. But yeah, I don't know. Do you? Do you want to go to one? I honestly, it would have to really depend what the food is if it actually seems good. And that's the thing. I feel like most of the time, fine dining is a lot of very similar, like steaks, you know, some yeah. seafood stuff. Yeah. So. Like, my wife likes to go to wineries a lot, right? Okay. So we got, like, memberships in Temecula, a couple of them. Oh, okay. Every, so the every balling month. continues. It's a lot cheaper <laughs> No than leaky you think. cars. <laughs> and subscriptions to wineries. All yeah, right, yeah. cool. Yeah, So yeah. every once in a while, she's like, hey, I want to go eat there. We'll go and do our brunch or breakfast there or whatever, right? right? yeah, yeah. And I fucking hate it. Oh, is the food not good? It's so expensive, and it's not. To uh, me, I don't feel like it's good. I'm like, this sucks. Like I've had, one time, uh, one of them had a burger. Yeah. It was like $34. Damn. And they had some stuff. I didn't know what was in it. They had some, like, fig jam in it and some weird stuff. And I'm like, what is this? Like, yeah. It, just give me a hamburger, man. <laughs> like, I'm already for paying 30, $34 yeah, for it. Like, dude, no. yeah. You could have a feast. Yeah, I, I like in and out for that. It. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know. I've never been to a Michelin star restaurant, but I have been to like fine dining establishments. Yeah. And I, I hated it. I, I hate the the act that the servers are putting on, you know, like yeah. I, I, I'm not used to that. So that's why I'm not comfortable with it, like being served that way, you know, sir, this and that and and. You know, they spend like 10 minutes rattling off the menu at the beginning. I'm just like, bro, like, I, I don't know what you just said. Leave me the paper. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let I'll me read it. Yeah. yeah. Let me read it. So, I, I, you know, call me low class or whatever it is. But I have the same opinions as you. I've never had good food. Yeah. I I don't see it. That's why at least as far as like I've never paid attention to what's even on there. Which ones are even – what's the closest Michelin star around here? I have yeah. no fucking idea. That's probably none around here, but yeah. Well, you know, yeah. within 50 miles or whatever, I have Just get, no idea. Just give me a good taquero, and I'm I'm good, man. Yes. Like, that's all I need. I'm not really worried about that. But anyway, you took this victory, but I will get the opportunity to take it back. Um, I mentioned – Early on in when this episode started that we had a surprise for the closing segment of um, of today's episode. And some of you know, maybe some of you were newer, didn't know through this year, uh, this 91 Octane Endeavor actually started with another partner of mine, Randy. For those who, uh, who remember him, shout out to Randy. Um, and, you know, he decided to spend more time with his family. And so, you know, he kind of left the program and I've been kind of carrying this by myself. But as the work starts piling on, I've been realizing, you know, there's uh, there's a lot that I wanted to do, a lot that I wanted to achieve, but I definitely wasn't going to be able to do it myself. And Tony started coming by. Tony was a guest a little more often. He sort of became the substitute guest for a little while. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I would say among all the guests that I've had, 
you're definitely up there in terms of a lot of the interaction that we have on the podcast, in terms of the energy that you bring. Um, I won't go through the list of others. You know who you are. Um, you know, the great guests that have been on the show. But as a result, uh, I had an idea. I never really brought it up. And then it just kind of naturally happened. And from here on out, Tony, you are now part of the 91 Octane brand. Thank you, sir, for lending your services. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've hostile takeovered my way in, <laughs> yeah. and now you cannot get rid of me. Yeah, no, I mean, this is kind of what we meant earlier. It's like, I mean, like, I think uh, naturally we've always had a good vibe, like, you know, just kind of hanging out. And I think we met through Jaime. Um, how, actually, how did we meet? I believe we actually met at Grange. I don't think we met that day. No? No, I know that you were there because that was the day you ripped your exhaust. <laughs> and I was there too, but we didn't, we didn't, our paths didn't cross yet. Okay. Yeah. Was that the same day I did the donuts in that? In front of the building, I don't remember that. Okay, maybe not. I don't remember. remember. Like, did the donuts in the car? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did okay. it. I did it in the Mustangs, and I did the donuts right in front of the track. I don't right remember there. that. Okay. I don't remember that at all. Uh now that now I don't know. I'm not sure when we did that. I don't know either. I don't know when. Because I for sure I'm, and you know what? It actually might have been through instagram first i think we were at the track the same day oh. and i think we might have gotten contact in instagram maybe through like a photo tag or something from the event because that's when you told me about your podcast oh, okay that's when you had jaime on and that's when i ended up going out to nasa and meeting jaime and stuff got it okay yeah we hadn't really talked about something that. like that yeah but then from there we like you know, we we went we went into some meets. We went on some cruises. Yeah. You know, you worked couple on you, track days. Yeah, a couple of track days. You did a lot of the work on my subframe stuff. Uh, a lot of the welding. So glad you're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're still holding, man. Still uh, holding. You know, I, All right. I check every warranty week. expired, by the way. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. No, it's still good to go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I was just like, you know, it's. I think um, it's time to go back to having a partner that was my first thought right because um even though i've had a lot of great guests on this year the rhythm of the the rhythm of the content and the podcast hasn't been what it has before because there's no consistency right right and some guests are great right and some guests it's 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 a little it's just a different approach to to the podcast because not everyone's going to understand, um, you know what what we're doing here at ninety one octane, right? Yeah. And some people have listened before, some people haven't, and so I always thought, you know, eventually I want to go back to the two person dynamic, right? That it's a little easier to manage, a little easier to manage schedules, and then that's when you come in and you had very similar thoughts. Yeah, I kind of came in and that's you know the day i did my little uh takeover and just wrote out my whole questions i'm yeah. like Psh, i'm gonna get you this time like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man and, and you know like um my podcast recently ended right yeah 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 i felt like it kind of ran its course and i was still kind of looking for a creative outlet right i i enjoy it 
Yeah, yeah, I enjoy yeah. the social side of it. The social side of even planning, getting together, and doing some stuff, right? Right, right. I live out in the middle of nowhere, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's nice to do these kind of things. And yeah. it's kind of like it did kind of creep up, like, you thinking the same thing I'm thinking? <laughs> yeah. It was very much a like uh, like a middle school relationship type of thing, right? Where we were both thinking it, but we didn't really approach it. Yeah. We weren't sure. We didn't want to dip our toes in the water quite yet. But then after that episode, and you know, in previous episodes that you've been on, I've gotten good feedback. So I was like, yeah, it just kind of makes sense. And honestly, the grind of getting a guest every week. It, it's wearing. It's oh, really wearing, sure. to, especially with like all the meat, all the website content, all the Instagram stuff. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I need something a little more regular. We need to figure out something that makes a little more sense. Yeah, and we had that. We go, we went and actually had that conversation over tacos the last time you were on. Yep. And we literally started planning like who was going to be responsible for what, what the rest of the year was going to look like. Yep. And since then, we've been, you know, connected on a lot of different aspects of 91 Octane and where we want to take the brand. Yeah, no, I'm super excited for how, how things are going to end up going. I think we got a lot of uh, tweaks, little 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 things to figure out. But uh, I think uh, hopefully everybody else, else out there is going to hopefully continue to enjoy the stuff we do and some yeah. new things that we're going to keep doing in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're going to see a lot of the same and hear of a lot of the same. But some things that are already going to change is you're not going to get a podcast weekly. You're going to get a podcast bi-weekly because we're going to start putting our energy behind like YouTube uh, and Instagram and creating more video content um, over the next year uh, to, you know, give a little exposure to different things and different things that we experiment with. At the core of it, though... 91 Octane is not going to change like it has before. You're still going to get the satirical news site. You're still going to get those stupid reels. Uh, You're still going to get a lot of the same content. Um, So like I said at the start of the show, you're going to get a lot of the same, just more of it um, next year, even though we're kind of cutting the podcast down a bit. Um, But, you know, we're still going to have guests on the show, so I'm looking forward to that. And you're just going to get a different perspective, you know, Tony's perspective on things now. You know, feel free to to support him and hate him, too, because he loves all publicity. He said earlier. <laughs> good and bad. Let's go. Good and bad. <laughs> yeah, all publicity is good publicity. But, like, it's – um, I've been really excited about it. Uh, not only just, you know, sort of the relief that this kind of offers, but as well as just having someone else to, like, take this journey forward with. Um, and I'm curious as to what your side, your creative side of it is going to look like. And I'm excited about that. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You already got big Ultima energy in there. Like we, we, we already got I that race so car. I was so proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping that was going to come out on, the, on your, cause I actually didn't know which of the top three you had. Oh, okay. Oh, so when you had that, I was, when you said only the top three, I was thinking in my head like, dang, Bay ain't going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bay made it, man. Nice, Bay made it. But right. you can always make it. Just This is, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. I'm very excited for 2024. Uh, not, I'm not going to say the stereotypical big things coming because, honestly, I think the change is going to be fairly seamless. There's not going to be, a, like, a dramatic shift in what we do. Um, but also, you know, feel free to 
send us messages, DM us. What do you want to see? You know, what do you like from last year that um, that we should keep doing, or what did you hate from last year that we can ignore and continue doing? Uh, you know, it, it's um, it's really up to you guys. Uh, you know, we 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 observe and watch like everything that does well and everything that doesn't do well, but you know, it's always better when we're hearing it directly from you guys. So. Um, I guess in terms of, you know, 2024, what are you looking forward to the most? Getting back on track. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, I feel like, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, putting, uh, putting a lot more of our track life and build stuff on YouTube and showing a little more of that side of what we do, not just the, the comedic side. Um, but we have a lot of work ahead of us. Oh yeah, I mean, worst case, I'll take the wagon out again. I don't care. Yeah. Oh really? Oh heck yeah. Yeah. See, I, I don't think really. It was a blast. I don't have a car that I'd be comfortable taking. I know everybody says just take the E ninety two, just take the E ninety two, but I don't want to do that because I know what's going to happen. It's going to turn into my race car. Oh, I'm a high revving V eight on oh, track. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm sure. So I don't want that to happen, but I do have. A, a motor build that I need to do, a motor swap that I need to do, which isn't really a lot of work in the grand scheme of things. But on top of what everything that we're doing, I'm like, I don't know how that's going to work out with the schedule. So I've had an idea, and I think it would help to show too, right there in that corner that has a uh, inversion table right now. Um, you I want to obviously put a, use all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I want to put a sim rig in okay. there. So I've been debating building a sim rig for probably about two years now. I use a shitty, creaky eBay cockpit with the G29 steering wheel on a on a shitty laptop, and I can barely run a set of Corsa, or I do Gran Turismo on the PS, on the PlayStation. PlayStation 4, by the way. Yeah. Now I'm like, well, you know, if I'm not going to be able to get a lot of track time next year, just in case we can't get these builds off the ground, you know, in time, might as well get a good sim rig so I can get seat time every week. Do it now. Graphic Why? cards are going up. And then you hit me with the with the with the graphic card Telling information, you. with the insider information, man. Yeah. Well, politician insider, but <laughs> yeah. if you follow the the whole Nancy Pelosi stocks thing, she just invested a shit ton in NVIDIA. Yeah, which means that it probably will go it's up. Probably gonna go up. And I wanted to get, I wanted, I definitely wanted to get top of the line stuff for the computer at the very least. Yeah. So let me, let's talk this. Let's end on this topic. Um, so I was going to, I was going to spend a lot of money on the computer, go like halfway on the cockpit, you know, not really go like upscale on the cockpit, but something small that fits in this section with, you know, use whatever yeah. TV I have. I know that the field of view is smaller on that, but use whatever TV I have. So I don't have to buy monitors and continue to use the G29. Okay. Right? Is that the way that you'd go? Or would you go a completely new wheel or an upgraded cockpit? I would probably go that route. This route, yeah. Yeah, because at least like if your computer's already done and built and you go mid on the cockpit and you use your same steering wheel... That's all upgradable later, too. Yeah, yeah. But at least you kind of have the... 
Well, I think the wheel could be if you start going Fanatec on everything. You know what I mean? That that, that's that, that's a, and, I, and I, like I, I do my window shopping on my phone, and I'm like, man, these it's it yeah, starts stacking. You quickly get to six grand on a oh, sim, easy. Yeah, and that's not even top of the line stuff. Yeah, you know, you quickly get, and I'm like, dude, I've been using this G29 for six years, and before that, the G27. I don't need more than that, and I know people will hate. You know, people are gonna be like, "Why are you on that shitty wheel?" Yeah. But, but I'm like, "Shit, I've been, I've been fairly competitive in Gran Turismo." You know, using that wheel, I almost feel a little married to it. It's almost the 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 big okay. ultimate energy, right? Yeah, Where yeah, you know yeah, you sort yeah. of it's sort of the underdog. Let me take this ratty ass yeah. thing and <laughs> <laughs> and make it work. The only thing I hate is that the wheel is really small. Okay. It's like a 250 millimeter or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't give you that real feel, but there are adapters that they make now to put like a real steering wheel on it. I don't know if I want to go that far, but that's the only downside. So we're not going to cut up a like a 328i and like build a cop kit. Oh no, no, no. Cuz I ideally I would want to put it in this room so that we could do some competing. Okay. Yeah, and even have the guests put like a lap down on a track, right? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool to keep. CW thirteen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah or, yeah, or or I mean, I don't know, maybe Auto Club since it no longer exists. Yeah. You know, no one can act. Yeah. R.I.P. Auto Club, but you know, we could pick a track or whatever, and instead of doing the Motorhead Blitz, we actually put times or give them an option. Right, whether they want to put a time down, yeah, or they want to do the Motorhead Blitz, because yeah. not everybody's gonna be a. Uh, you know, a driver. Oh, man. This is not a commitment. <laughs> this is not a promise that this is what I'm going to do. This it's is just... a behind the scenes of yeah. how things are going now. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's going bad, man. It's going bad because I need to buy a motor, but I'm taking that money and potentially buying a sim rig. Eh. Oh, that's bad. That is bad. All right. Well, I think that is our episode. Anything you wanted to close on, man? Uh, you know what? New year, new host. Thank you for having me. I am excited to help and start pumping out some new content for everybody. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. No, thank you, man. I'm looking forward to to this partnership. And uh, yeah, definitely. We're either going to have to, we might have to have to make you like a 91 octane Instagram or something. Or just use Tony Driven. Use that one. Yeah, I like Tony Driven. I really like that name. Tony Driven. You know what? I used to do the whole. Years ago, I used to do the whole, oh, yeah, I do my name plus, like, some kind of chassis code for the car I had. Yeah. But then I bought another car, and then I sold that when I bought another car. <laughs> and I was like, this is getting too much, so I'm just, all right, driven. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I've always liked Tony Driven. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, Tony Driven. So we're going to keep Tony Driven. So follow him on at Tony Driven. Uh, I'm probably going to come up with my own 91 Octane uh, Instagram um, to put my own stuff on there, too. Uh, but yeah, uh, like, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast, follow us on Instagram at 91 octane. And if you want to send us any emails, info at 91 octane.com. Uh, and for some reason I missed the beginning of that, but this is 91 octane, all letters, no numbers. Have a good night. Night.